Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. What's up, everybody? It's us, back in full effect. And I'm waiting for him to say something. Oh, he going to play. He going to no, be like that. No, because you jumped. You jumped the gun. That's right. That's right. You're supposed to wait No, for I'm me to wait. come in, no. and then you come in behind me. No, that's not how we roll. That's how we roll, because no. I walk in the room, I make sure everything's cool, everything's uh, copacetic, and then you come in behind me. If you've ever seen us walk into a room, that's how we walk into a room. Well, we're not walking into a room. They can't physically see us walking into the room. (laughs) (laughs) No, usually you do. Either you walk ahead of me. I do. And you you reach behind to grab my hand. Mm -hmm. Or you walk behind me and you have your hand on the small of my back. The small of your back. To guide me, but just to make sure to say, I got your back. I like to see who's coming. Make Uh, sure nobody's coming up on you. Oh. They shouldn't be coming up on you. Okay. I appreciate that. My bodyguard. That's right. That's what I do. Y'all heard it here first. He's That's my bodyguard. I, I know my role. All right. So when y'all see me by myself, trust and believe, I really am not by myself. He's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you just popping pop up. up. What, what was <laughs> the Chris Boop. Rock movie where he was like, security? Er, and they just and came pop- out of nowhere. I don't. I don't remember. Okay, there was a but Chris Rock movie. I yes. yes, head of state. Anyway, we digress. Anyway, you digressed. We... <laughs> well, welcome to June. We are starting a new topic this month. Can you believe it's June? I cannot believe it's June. It's June twenty twenty three. I cannot believe that my birthday is like right around the corner. Oh uh, dear, my birthday comes before yours. We're talking about me right now. My birthday <laughs> is right around the corner. Anyway. Um, before we get to his birthday, <clears throat> which is like five months away. My birthday is um, right around the let's corner. Let's talk about our new topic, dear. We want to talk about... Nourish your marriage. Yes. Marriage. In, in English, so for those of you who didn't understand him, nourish your marriage. <laughs> nourish your marriage. Yes. We want to um, talk about... Feeding your marriage. Feeding your marriage. And not starving your marriage. And we heard, I I can't even do it justice, but I heard someone say, and I wish at one point in time we will have guest speakers on here. That's something that we have um, in our project plan, if you will, uh, to do in the future to bring you mm-hmm. some different voices and some different perspectives on marriage. And that, but can I can I inject? You may. There's a way to go about doing things, and we want to make sure we do it the way God wants us to do it, and we're not just out here doing it because everybody else is doing it. And in God's timing, yes. But we know that um, there are people who have experienced things that we haven't experienced. Mm-hmm. There are people who have. Uh, perspectives that we 
can't think about because, you know, either God didn't reveal it to us, he revealed it to someone else, or we haven't experienced it. So we do want mm-hmm. to, in God's timing, as Doug stated, bring some different voices and different experiences and perspectives as it relates to marriage to you. However, I'm going to do my best, um, and you can help me. Don't put and that on me, I rem- Bobby. We have some very dear friends of ours. You know who you are, Nicole and Daryl. Daryl uh, and Nicole. Uh, Daryl and Nicole, yes. Nicole and, and Daryl. Yes. Look. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> I didn't need you to help okay, me with their I'll, names. I'll be quiet over here then. I said Nicole's name first because that's my girl. Daryl and Nicole. Daryl and Nicole. You know, me okay. and Daryl go way back. I know. Like like um like um rims on a Cadillac. Rims on a Cadillac. I don't know. I just wanted to rhyme. Yeah, see. Anyway. Anyway. So he so eloquently told the story about your wife is a garden. And it's important for you to tend to your garden. That means you have to uh, nourish it, you have to water it, you have to fertilize it, you have to take care of it, you have to prune it, you have to be there and watch over it. And he laid that thing out so beautifully. Um, I paraphrased just now and summed it up really quick. But we want to talk to you about nourishing your marriage, and that means feeding your marriage, not starving your marriage, and also tending to your garden. When you talked about tending to your garden, everything you said, what came to my mind was, or what came to my mind, spending time in your garden. Because everything you just named, it takes time, time and effort, Mm -hmm. you know, to be out there pruning and Excavating, and you didn't say excavating because you don't necessarily excavate a, a small garden, but all that t- pulling weeds out and all of that, that's time and effort. T and E, baby, T and E. Time and effort, absolutely. And of course, that would come to your mind because you are quality time. That's one of your love languages. So you understand the importance <laughs> of spending quality time. But that that's the vision I got was I, quality time, no, was I time, spending time. I get it. Because yeah. a farmer who tends to his garden, he doesn't just plant the seeds and then leave and say, okay, now do your thing. He has to go back out there mm-hmm. and make sure that there's no weeds growing. He has to go yeah. out there and make sure that it's watered and it has the right nutrients in the ground and all of those things. Make sure that, nobody's out there like the rodents or stuff. Right, right. Nothing, you he know. trying to eat your garden. All of that stuff. That's why I walk through the, through the room first. And make sure, hey, because you tend into your garden. I'm not mad at you. Yeah, sometimes you are. Sometimes I am. Okay. <laughs> Raise up off me, Chief. <laughs> sometimes. Look, you ain't got to tell the people all that. <laughs> Anywho, um, I want to read a scripture in Proverbs, verse 11 and 25. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he that watereth shall be watereth also. What that scripture sounds like to me is reaping and sowing. So a liberal, so liberal means someone who freely gives, right? Someone who is constantly uh, giving is going to be made fat. You're going to be filled by your liberalness, 
Is that a word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're being liberal. And he that watereth shall be watered also himself. You get what you give. If you're wondering in your marriage where you feel like your marriage is in a state of starvation, if you will, like you're not getting fed, take a step back and evaluate and see, are you watering your marriage? Are you giving into your marriage? Maybe that's why you're not giving it, getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. And it could be you just don't know how to. Then you got to study your spouse just like a gardener studies his garden and knows what type of nutrients different plants and different vegetables and different fruits need. He doesn't just water all of them because some need less water than the other. Some needs more nutrients. Some need different nutrients. You was going to say something. And two things. In the NIV, same scripture, says a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Going to what you're saying, reaping and sowing. But when you said that about maybe you're not receiving what you feel like you should, and I don't want to get us off topic, but sometimes it could be. (laughs) It could be. I'm, I'm sorry, behind the scenes. Sometimes it could be you need, it could be, it could, it can be, excuse me, I'm trying to formulate my words. You need to communicate with your spouse if you're not receiving what you feel you should be receiving. I'm going to come back to that, to this, because I don't want to get us off topic because we have our notes and everything. Mm-hmm. But It's all good. No, I mean. But I, I think sometimes, because there are some people out here who are listening to us that are just naturally givers. They just give them themselves. They just give, 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 give. And they don't feel like they are getting or getting what they are giving in their marriage. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it could just be as simple as you need to have a conversation with your spouse and say, you know, these are these tough conversations that we have to have as husbands and wives. Say, hey, you know, I need this from you. I need that from you. I need for you it will help me immensely if you can do this for me. But we're not mind readers. And even saying, I don't need this. Yeah. I don't like when. Those are the tough topics. It's, See, it's I would, usually I say I don't. Yeah, but but in communication, you have to you have to say it all. Mm-hmm. You have to say what you what you need, and then you also have to say, you know. Maybe in a nice way, not maybe in a nice way, but in a nice way. Thank you for doing X, Y, Z, whatever X, Y, Z is. But that really doesn't nourish me. That mm-hmm. really doesn't, that's really not my thing. Yeah, it doesn't tickle my fancy. Exactly. Like somebody who loves to buy their spouse gifts and they buy gifts and they're giving, giving, giving gifts. But the spouse love language isn't receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And so you're buying them gifts, but it's not really doing anything. And you're thinking, well, I bought them a diamond ring. I bought Why them they a don't watch. Wear this? Why they I bought yeah, them that's good. this nice outfit and I bought them mm-hmm. this. Why, you know, I'm I'm doing all of this, but you might be doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's garden needs different type of tending to. It's kind of like, I'm going to come back to something you said a few months ago. Okay. I, you said maybe more than a few months ago. Certain cars need certain type of gas, different octanes. Mm-hmm. If you have a luxury vehicle, you got to put 
that high octane, 93 octane. If you're in America, you got to put um, premium premium gas. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You can't put that 87 stuff you the, get from the corner store. That cheap regular. I, I wasn't going to say. <laughs> Let's keep it real. The, yeah, the engine won't flow. It won't run as intended. Because you are putting the wrong type of gas, the wrong quality of gas in there. You right. need to upgrade. You need to do more, expend more. And some of us don't want to. Um, we say we want the husband. We say we want the wife. That's X, Y, Z, one, two, three. Well, if you want the husband and wife, that's X, Y, Z, one, two, three. There are certain things you have to do to keep that relationship with the husband you prayed for this X, Y, Z or the wife you prayed for this one, two, three. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I get it. You can't, would, you can't, Hey, you prayed for your, you prayed for that spouse. So now you got to put the work in. I was thinking about when you were saying that when you put bad gas in your car, your car is knocking. It doesn't go smoothly, mm-hmm. but when you put the right gas in it, it just runs smoothly. So smooth. You get better my, gas mileage. Mm-hmm. It just runs more efficient. You want your marriage to run efficiently. efficiently. You want your marriage to run smoothly. smoothly. They can't see your hands. Yeah, they can't see, but I need to say, I needed to do that to emphasize. So now you put a visual in their head. I'm I'm running my hands smooth. smoothly. Um, <laughs> and so again, just remember, it's about reaping and sowing. And don't get upset if you get it wrong. I think sometimes we get offended when our spouse says, I don't like when you do, or I don't like certain things, mm-hmm. or that doesn't do anything for yeah. me. Don't take it personally. Yeah. It is their um, makeup, and they know what they like. They know what they need. They know what tickles their fancy, as Mm -hmm. as Doug said. And you need to be open to listening to that. That's part of communication, not just talking, but also listening, not just listening, but hearing, not just hearing, but understanding, not just understanding, but responding in a favorable way to what you heard, what you listened to, and what you received. Some of that comes back to our society. We are uh, here in America. We believe in having relationships before we get married. So you go into your marriage with thoughts and ideas that your wife or your husband, yeah, you go, is going to be similar to whomever you dated previously. Uh So so that's why you're buying gifts for your spouse when your spouse isn't, that receiving gifts is not their love language. Different garden. Because, uh (laughs) uh-oh. I wasn't expecting you to say that. That's a C-Lob moment. Oh, man, different garden. So you are, huh, you're trying to... You went from a uh, onion, pepper, garlic um, garden, and now you're in a tomato, zucchini, squash garden. Yeah. And but, you're trying to tend to it in an onion, garlic kind of way. Yes. And you are not getting the same results that you thought you should get because you are in a different garden. Sila. Yes. Different garden. You that's, need to That's what I'm saying. That that that's what some some of the issues are. Is some of the issues that people are going through when it when it's talking about nourishing your marriage. Nourishing your that is such a 
interesting title. It just hit me. Nourish your marriage. Don't worry about everybody else. See, we can go so many different directions with this. But nourish your marriage. Different garden. Well, we're going to pick that up later. Right. I got some stuff for you. Right. That's what, <laughs> that's that's why you can't compare yourself to somebody else's marriage because it's a different garden over there. Mm-hmm. You know, how people say the grass is greener on the other side. Well, they might have a different type of lawn. They have a different type of uh, grass. They have a different type of, you know, everything, everything yep. going on over there. Um, and then in some cases, it might be artificial turf you're looking at, and it looks beautiful, Uh-oh. and you're trying to get what they got doing what they did, and it's not working because your garden is different. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is, how do you nourish your marriage? And first, you need to know what kind of food it needs. Now, when I say yeah. food, I'm talking about your spouse. What type of nourishment does your spouse need? I'll use as an example. If you have a plant in your house, you don't pour orange juice in it or put um, orange peels in it because typically plants don't need vitamin C. And then different plants need different type of minerals. Some need direct light. Some need low light. Mm -hmm. Some need a lot of water. Some need very little water. Maybe your spouse is a cactus. (laughs) They don't need any water. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I couldn't resist since I was talking about plants. Hopefully they're not dry like a cactus. But you may think they are. Dry and prickly. Maybe they are dry and prickly. But that's your dryness and prickliness. You love it. Exactly. That's what you love. That's what you fell in love with. Work with it. Um, Just don't get too close because, you know, you get stuck. Um, But you have to, in doing so, you need to know what your spouse's love language is. Is it acts of service? Is it gift giving? Is it or receiving gifts? Is it personal? Was it physical touch? Physical touch. Is it touch words me, of affirmation? Um, I'm missing quality one. Time. And quality time. I thought you was gonna hit that one because you, you just you know you were just like your thing is quality time. It really is quality time and personal touch. Um, but whatever it is, you have to find that out. And you do that by listening to them, engaging in discussion with them. You can actually go online and take, if you don't know what your love language is, there's a quick little free five uh, assessment. I think it's like 20 quick questions yeah, it's not to, that long. to help you identify your love languages, the five love language, five love, love languages. languages quiz. <laughs> and say that real fast. Um you could go online and find out what's find out what your love language is, find out what theirs is. And I, I tell you, it's not easy. We we're not sitting here saying it's easy. What's it, not easy to quiz? The, no. Doing your spouse's love language. Uh, especially if you're opposites. Mm-hmm. Which um, most people, most couples are. Because I'm words of affirmation. I'm not. And because I'm words of affirmation, I usually have more words, and I'm looking for words from Douglas. And affirmation doesn't necessarily always mean um, telling them what they want to hear. It's just conversation. It's Conversing. just words, not being quiet yes. so they, they know what's go- going on in your head. And, you know, physical touch. I'm not really a physical touch person. And so it takes more effort for me not to say to touch my husband. I love touching my husband. Mm. But to to use that to demonstrate love, whether it be 
just a stroke on the back. Or why are you looking at me? You got sparkles on your face. I do. You just now noticing that. Yeah. See, that's another thing. You got to notice your your spouse. I had eyeshadow on when I went to church that has sparkles. Anyway, they okay. can't see my sparkles. <laughs> just okay. imagine if you will. Um, okay. And physical touch. Physical touch. Physical touch. And he's not words of affirmation. So it takes more effort for him to say things um, that he might be thinking versus me. It takes more effort to be touchy-feely all the time. Um, and that's something that is a continual thing that we have to mm-hmm. have to do. You have to practice it. It's not something that, takes effort. that comes natural. Yes. Because it does not come natural. Yes. And the word I'm, I'm thinking of, intentional. You have to be mm-hmm. intentional about it. Um, you may not want to do it because it doesn't come natural to you to do it, but you have to do it. That's mm-hmm. part of nourishing your marriage. Um, Sometimes we want to see an immediate response um, to our actions, and that's just not realistic or reasonable. Right. Uh, just because you made one deposit into your spouse or to your spouse doesn't mean you get to do the immediate withdrawal. You right. know what I mean? Right. It doesn't happen instantaneously. Yeah. And that scripture that we read doesn't doesn't indicate that the liberal soul is going to be fat right away. Mm -hmm. He said, you're going to be made fat. It takes time. You're going to be watered also, but in due season. (laughs) takes time. That's something we don't want in our society now. Everybody wants to quick, fast. Hey, how'd you you make it work or whatever? Because I want to do it right now. If you you had the opportunity to talk to anyone that's been married any length of time, there's no secret. This is not uh what was the what was the movie with the pills? Uh with Keanu Reeves. Um this is not movie where you get to just take a pill and uh the and make the it the matrix. Matrix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not that. You have to put effort into this. You have to put work into this. You have to do all the everybody who has a godly marriage, we all have to do the same thing. We may have to do it differently because of our personalities and who we're married to, but when it all comes down to it, God created marriage, so we all have to do it God's way in order to get God's response or God's results. Yes. And the thing of it is, you have to look at the the intent of your heart. If you're just doing something because you want to be watered back or you want to get something back, you're, because you're, your heart and your motives are not pure, you're not going to get those results. You have to be doing it out of love. You have to be doing it as unto the Lord. You have to do it because it's the right thing to do, not because if I go and buy a gift because I know he or she likes gifts, you know, I'm going to get X, Y, Z in return. It doesn't work like that. You just keep doing your part because the ultimate goal is when we leave this earth for God to tell us, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You were faithful over being a wife. You were faithful over being a husband, not what your spouse did or didn't do in return of what you did. Douglas and I don't keep tabs. We don't. That's that's. The, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you better stop playing. Nah, we don't. Um, we don't keep tabs. He didn't say, you know what? I did X, Y, Z, da 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 da, and you didn't do anything. No, it, it's it's equal effort um, 
on our part, mm-hmm. and we are both the lucky recipients of the blessing that we both put in. Whether at any given moment, it's a, I'm I'm give I'm all out giving you know sixty percent effort, and you giving forty, or you giving seventy five one time, and I'm giving twenty five. We're both putting in a hundred percent effort, and we are a team. When you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, some people say, "Oh, you get fifty, we're fifty fifty, we're hundred hundred, we're all in." And right. when you were saying that, that's exactly what I was thinking. When you were giving the different percentages, mm-hmm. we're all in. There are certain times where, you know, you're pulling more than I am. It's not that I'm out; it's just that maybe I'm tired. Yeah, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I just need a break. And so you're like, okay. Just sit down, relax. I'll take care of this, that, and the other. There are times when you're tired. I'm like, okay, I got this, this, that, and the other. That is why it's so important to communicate. And this is one of the benefits of being married is that when I'm tired, you know, especially when the kids were younger, you know, three boys running around the house. Well, I used to just kick them out. But anyway, there are times (laughs) where... Go outside and play. Like, yeah, you you know you're tired, and so one one parent takes over, or one's running, you know, to sports or whatever, and the other one gets to have a woosah moment. But as a single parent, you don't have that luxury. You don't have that, um, that you luxury. Have, yeah, the mm-hmm. luxury of relying on someone else. So my prayer to you is that God just cover you and keep you, because sometimes. You know, you, we're just running, 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 and it's like, well, who's pouring into me? Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Um, I'm talking to single parents now, uh-huh. single single people. Um, who's going to to do the things that we're talking about that husbands do for wives? You don't have that right now. So my my prayer is that you don't allow a uh, form of a marriage to come into the place where it should be a real marriage, if that makes sense. Right. Don't don't look at a um what do you call it? A fake uh what it what's another word for fake? Um an imposter or mm-hmm. something that seems like it's real, like a living arrangement yeah. or oh, okay, this is my relief. This mm-hmm. is this person is good with the kids or whatever, because the enemy will use uh, anything to to trick you yes. into thinking, oh, okay, I'm getting that break I need. But no, you have to trust God, and God will um, help you along the way. It was something I was going to say before we conclude this um, episode, and I forgot what I was going to say. We can always bring it back, um, but I don't. But I wanted to say it because it was appropriate to what we were talking about with the oh, the percentages. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized when I was saying 75 and 25 and 40 and 60 and all of that, that somebody may have think the 50-50. And no, I was just saying we are both 100% all in, mm-hmm. but effort-wise, sometimes somebody else might be pulling more weight than the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes somebody's sick. I think the other thing I wanted to say was you have to communicate to your spouse I think you had mentioned that just to say, you know, I'm tired. I've been ripping. I've been running. I've been doing X, Y, Z. I I just, I need a break. I don't want to cook today. And I've done that. I've, I've, I've done what I've called a strike. And this is when we had kids in the house. 
where I was like, I'm tired. I'm not cooking this week. Like I took a week off. I called it a strike. It could have been a vacation, whatever. But it was like, I just don't feel like cooking. I'm I'm burnt out. And in addition to that, you have to- I make to, a mean breakfast meal. Yes, you do, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't so bad on the hot dogs and hamburgers either, mm-hmm. even though I don't eat those anymore. But when we had the kids, they come in handy. Um, the other thing I was going to say is sometimes your spouse may not know how to communicate that to you. Watch them. Just like you tend to a garden and you look at your garden and you see- Oh, it's dry. We haven't had a lot of rain. Um, your grass looks like it's withering or whatever. Then you know you need to go water it. If you, if your spouse has said, you know, I've been working twelve-hour days for the last for the last month, and you know, I just need I, I just need um, a getaway or I need something. That's their way of communicating. Yeah, some me time. Or mm-hmm. either you just see. That they're tired. You see that they've been working hard, and you just say, like Douglas would say to me sometime, um, I'm paraphrasing, go sit down somewhere. Um, because I be I'm moving and doing stuff, and and um even for example, Mother's Day, I wanted to rearrange the house, oh, uh, the living Jesus. room. And he was like, Won't you just sit down? I don't want to sit down. I don't um, sit down. I don't like a big kid. I don't want to sit down. <laughs> but sometimes your spouse looks at you and says, You know what? You need a break. You know what? I'm going to take the kids. You know, you do you. Or you go out to dinner. Here's some money. Go see a movie. Go have some girl time. Go have a tea or coffee with a friend. Just observe your spouse, just like you observe your garden, intend to it. And we will be back. Next week, God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.